everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kelly O Show. Coming at you solo again today. I hope you guys are ready for a great week. Today I'm talking to you about attitude and mindset and how freaking important it is and truly life-changing. Honestly, I'm not saying that to be cliche or cute or funny or coy. It can be life-changing when you, number one, recognize that maybe your mindset has been in the gutter. And when you turn that mindset around proactively, like it has to be so proactive and it'll maybe potentially feel weird at first because a little bit of this is going to teeter on that edge of law of attraction. you know, that kind of manifestation mindset, but just bear with me, even the most skeptical of you, because I'll give you some real life examples in my own experience, my own life recently. And I can tell you it's making, it's first made such a huge difference in my business world and my business life. A lot of you that know me, um, have been following me on social media, have known me in my business world, in my fitness blogger, life world, you know that I've gone through some pretty challenging times um, the past two to three years um, without getting into a lot of detail and throwing people under the bus that I would love to. Um, I'm going to take the high road as I have for for a long time and I'll continue to do that. Maybe just talk about them behind their back privately. (laughs) But um, seriously, folks, I, I've really had a very, very, very chaotic, um, time period of just upheaval and craziness the past two to three years. A lot of you, again, know, know what I'm talking about, but it's been crazy there. The number of times I've said over the past three, four years, probably three years or so, this all started in really like, yeah, early 2017, um, the number of times that I said to myself, I don't know how much more I can take. The number of times that I said to myself, 
I just keep waiting to see when the other shoe's going to drop. The number of times I said to myself, like every time I think it can't get worse, it does. I can't count how many times I've said that over the past three years. The number of times that I wanted to, you know, shut down my phone service, get a new phone number and just move to Miami and hide and just get a job like waiting tables on the beach. You have no idea. So my business life was full of chaos, unpredictability, betrayals by so many people and vendors and business partners that I thought I could trust. I learned some really tough lessons. Um, It transformed me for the better. So that's good. But even so, even though I had this wonderful internal transformation, I've become such a stronger, more empowered version of myself. I still was experiencing just up until even earlier this year, this, this kind of fish out of water feeling. And I'll give you some examples of the mindset, the, the very specific and proactive mindset changes I made and that caused a domino effect of positive change in my life. And now I'm doing the same thing in my fitness journey. And I can tell you that I've just had several moments in the past week where choosing to do this, choosing to shift what I focus on, choosing to shift what I think about, choosing to shift how I think throughout the day, it's really working wonders. And I know it's only going to build. So I'm kind of at the beginning phase of this, but I really want to share it with you because I know so many of you ladies are exactly the same. So One of the phrases that popped in my head as I was doing a workout yesterday, and I was doing a workout yesterday after truthfully having another moment where I put my workout clothes on and I looked at myself in the mirror. And you guys, it's funny because everybody has hormonal imbalance and even just general weight gain that's not related to hormonal imbalance we all gain weight in a different way, right? We all gain it in different areas. Like I don't have big fat rolls, but you know, as somebody who's 20 pounds over my, my ideal weight right now, I can tell you that the vast majority of where I carry that weight is certainly around my core, my middle. Um, It's definitely feels like that paper towel analogy where, you know, like a roll of paper towels, you just kind of get thicker. Um, When I was younger, I would gain weight and get curvier. I'd get bigger, bigger. My butt would get bigger. My thighs would get bigger. My boobs would get bigger. Um, Now it's much more what I would always read about where they would say women have a tendency to become more apple shaped. You know, they just get um, more of the weight tends to be in your core area. And for me, I will catch a glimpse of myself and it is so weird and bizarre and frustrating. And I'm trying to not speak (laughs) in a negative way, but I have to say it because I can't, I can't help you guys get past your mindset. If I don't keep it real with you and tell you exactly what's going on in my head and how I'm recognizing like Kelly, that's kind of an effed up mindset. And then I change it, right? You have to recognize it first. So I will just keep it very real with you and tell you what goes on in my head and then how I'm changing it. Because I know so many of you think the same way. I hear it from you because you'll you private message me after me listening to some of these podcasts. So 
I was getting ready, put my workout clothes on, caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And I just, I see this area above my workout pants, below my workout bra in the back. To me, you guys, it's literally like somebody just slapped a bunch of Play-Doh on my back. And it's like, why is that where I gain my, that? why is that where fat is? It is so annoying and it makes me so uncomfortable. It makes me want to wear a sweatshirt all the time because I'm so insecure about that part of my body. And I, I just, it brings the insecure side of me so front and center that I recognized yesterday, okay, I, I was leaning towards this behavior pattern that I've done in the past. And this is where I'm going to be completely and utterly transparent with you and as vulnerable as I can. Um, this is less hard for me now to, to be this way with you guys because I've I've been doing this for a while. In the beginning, this was difficult to share. Um, but the truth is I am so deeply insecure um, about my body in particular. I've certainly been deeply insecure about other things in my life, my skin, you know, so when I've had these skin issues, um, if I would have one bump, um, if I would have one pimple, I wouldn't want to go out of the house. I, I don't really know, you know, necessarily, maybe my, my therapist is probably going to have to uncover this for years and years to come. But anyway, I'm just extremely insecure. Now you guys, a lot of people that know me, when I tell them that, they're like, oh my God, that surprises me. You seem so confident. I think I have a confident personality, sure, and an outgoing personality, but that doesn't mean that deep inside I am not tormented, truthfully. And, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to be melodramatic. I'm just telling you, if you had any idea how deeply insecure I am, I'm insecure with regards to... I mean, just embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by what I see in the mirror. I think the whole world is talking about me. Like, meaning, I think everybody that knows me is literally like oh, snickering behind my back, going, Oh my God, what is that girl's problem? She must eat a dozen donuts every night because clearly she's not working out. And it's frustrating for me because. I, I literally just sent an Instagram message to Alex this morning and I said, I need a pep talk. I recognize I'm in kind of a little bit of an emotional reaction here, but here's the good thing is, is that I did just that. I, I wrote to my trainer and I said, talk me out of this because I know that, that this is being unreasonable and I know that I'm not going to quit, but I just need somebody to talk some rational thought into me because what I said to her is what I'll tell all of you. I feel so embarrassed because I'm like, how can I put this much time and focus into all the supplements I take, all the money I spend on blood work and getting my hormones balanced and all the time and effort I spend on working out. And I am seemingly in my, and here's a key. In my opinion, in my with my perspective, I think I am forever frozen in time. And that's what I wrote to Alex. And yet that's the key point, you guys. When we get emotional and we we allow that emotion to kind of like take root, and this is where the attitude and mindset comes into place. 
when these emotional reactions come in, whether we weigh ourselves, I weighed myself this morning. Not only did I wake up this morning with a urinary tract infection, I have been, it's funny because I went to bed last night thinking, and I'm, I'm explaining how you can get a urinary tract infection because so many of you should, should know this. We talk about hydration a lot. One of the number one ways you can get a urinary tract infection is um, dehydration. And I remember thinking to myself when I went to bed last night, because I had a soda, we had um, pizza for dinner last night. I had a very reasonable portion. My man and I are doing really well, slowing down our eating and eating reasonable portions. And we're focusing on fiber. We're really doing well. Um, But anyway, I remember that I had a soda with my dinner. And I, I just remember going to bed and grabbing my water. And I thought, I I sucked with water this weekend. I remember thinking that. And then I woke up at four in the morning with a UTI. So woke up at four in the morning with a UTI, frustrated because I know what that's going to mean for the next day or so. Number two, then I get up and I weigh myself and I'm up a pound. And so those two things together combined with yesterday when I went to work out, put on my whole workout clothes outfit, and looked in the mirror and saw that part of my body with the back fat. And I didn't want to leave the house. I was getting ready to go for a power walk. And I'm like, the whole, guys, I don't I'm embarrassed to tell you what goes on with my negative self-talk. The things I say to myself, I will stand in the mirror and just be like, you are so disgusting. What is wrong with you? Everyone's going to laugh at you when you go for a walk. Everyone's going to be pointing at you. You are gross. What is wrong with you? That's how I talk to myself. And I know it's wrong and I'm working on it. But that is, that's the key is that what I did yesterday, I had that moment. Um, I felt very uncomfortable in my clothes. And you know what my immediate reaction is? This is what I used to do. And I bet a lot of you women can relate and maybe some of you guys too. Um, when I used to have situations like this where I would have, you know, A, getting on the scale, B, looking in the mirror and thinking, what the hell? I'm working so hard and this is what I'm seeing in the mirror. I would get so upset and so embarrassed that two things would happen. I wouldn't want to like, in that case, go to the gym or um, go walk outside, whatever. I wouldn't want anyone to see me. And then I would feel like, Clearly nothing matters, so why even bother? And I would, in the past, I I can't tell you how many times I did this in the past. I would take off my workout clothes because being in the workout clothes and, and having them fit so tight made me feel so bad about myself that then I would say, I'm, I'm going to put something comfortable. So I'd go put my, this is back when I lived in Chicago, I'd put my baggy sweats on. I'd hide in my baggy sweats and I'd go watch a movie. And probably back then, 50% of the time, I'd probably order a pizza or go to the grocery store and get something really bad like Oreos. So it's like, number one, you feel bad. You don't like what you see. You let your emotions run wild. You start this horrible negative self-talk. Then you don't do your workout. So that's bad thing number one to take you off your path. Bad thing number two is you binge. Bad thing number three is the the guilt and the shame over binging, and then you just wallow in that and you marinate in that. How many of you can relate to this behavior? This is so common. And the reason that I'm willing to talk about it with you is because I know it's common and I know that this is where 
If you can start to become more self-aware, you guys have heard me talk about this. Self-awareness is so key in our fitness journey. If, if you can do what I have finally become able to do, which is yesterday, and I'm telling you exactly what went on in my head. I had that moment. I recognized, okay, this is what old Kelly would have done. Old Kelly, the Kelly who has started and stopped a million times. Old Kelly who just invested in a trainer because she recognized, yeah, I'm talking about myself in third person. She recognized like, I'm not getting where I want to be on my own. I'm going to put my journey in the hands of somebody, number one, Alex, who has, for lack of a better way of saying it, fixed herself. Alex has had all of the problems and challenges that I'm experiencing, hormone, cortisol, adrenal, um, everything, you name it. She's got, she's had it. She had her body working against her. She had to completely heal, reverse diet, and then slowly diet over, you know, a period of, I know it was at least a year um, because that's when I first interviewed her on this show. Um, And this is why I I have such faith in her ability to guide me. She's been through it herself. She hasn't just, this isn't somebody who's had this perfect body and is, is wonderfully fit and has clients that have had these issues. She's had these issues herself. So that to me is a good thing, right? It, It makes me feel a lot better. So I had this moment yesterday, felt like shit about myself. I literally wanted to, number one, not do my power walk that I was getting ready to do. Number two, I wanted to take my workout clothes off and get into denial because the workout clothes being tight on me and my, my sports bra being tight on me, that's like this reminder, you know, you're not where you want to be. You are, you're, you're too heavy. You're not at your goal weight. You haven't gotten there yet. And, and I'm like, all I wanted to do was relief and, and to get out of that situation. And that's avoidance people. That's avoidance. Um, so I recognize that and I'm like, you know what? I've got to take that George Costanza approach I've talked about before. If everything I've done in the past hasn't worked for me, why not do everything differently? Why not choose a completely different path? So I told myself, you need to get over yourself. You need to be committed to doing the activity. And there are dozens and hundreds of thousands, not even dozens, hundreds of thousands of women and men who have chosen to go on a health journey and get over themselves along the way. And I even remember reading an article several years back after Jennifer Lopez had one of her babies and she decided to train for a marathon, I think. And I remember seeing a picture of her in Us Magazine or something like that. And and my overly paranoid, self-conscious perspective saw this picture of her and I'm like, oh my God, like why is she being seen like that? Cause because because that's that's how critical I am of myself that when I saw Jennifer Lopez and I remember she was wearing, in other words, like here she was going out and training and running and she was, you know, what, 10, 15 pounds overweight. She just had a baby, but she was like crushing it. And look at her today. And she had that confidence to go out there and just say, this is what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, I'm not in hustler shape, right? <laughs> right. That was years before that movie came out. But you know what I'm saying? I don't have that. It it terrifies me 
think, I, I mean, I, terrified is, is probably too strong of a word, but I'm telling you guys, like the emotions that are going through my head about how I look and how I think everybody, it just, I don't know, maybe all the years and when I was in junior high that I was not popular and I got made fun of, maybe that's just fast forward to adulthood and it just chases me down. But that's what goes through my head. So didn't want to go out. And I just had this conversation with myself in the bathroom. You're going to do the work. Get over yourself. Half the people that are driving by you are not interested in you. And this is what you have to get past. Like, do you want to go outside and look like a a bigger dumbass wearing a huge hoodie so you can cover up the part that is more uncomfortable? Or do you want to realize like 80% of America out there is in not great shape? And, and, and I, I expect myself to look perfect. I really do. And if, if more of us women can realize like we're expecting ourselves to look perfect, um, when we're on our way to losing weight, seriously, like we should realize we're never going to look perfect. No one is perfect. You know, the best quote in the world is from Cindy Crawford when she's like, even I don't wake up looking like Cindy Crawford, Right. Even models, like they just don't look that way without makeup, without certain lotions, without airbrushing. We we all know this, right? But yet so many of us torture ourselves and I have tortured myself. And the key sidebar here, ladies, when we torture ourselves, when we put ourselves through the horrible negative self-talk, the emotional shame, guilt, I, you know, I berating ourselves, all of that stuff together, it's creating a whirlwind inside of our brain and our soul and our body that is working against us. So not only is it working against us from an emotional perspective, and that's more of what I'm going to talk about today, the mindset and the attitude, but it's also working against us because when you're constantly in this emotional battle and feeling down about yourself and discouraged and defeated and embarrassed and full of shame and guilt, that stress does horrible things to your adrenals and your cortisol. Okay. We all know that. So you're not doing yourself any favors. And just again, in so many, in so many ways, I encourage you. When you have realized that you've, like me, said to yourself in one way or another, I feel like I've been dieting for years. I feel like I've been trying forever and I haven't gotten anywhere. Then tell yourself when you hear yourself saying that, like, of course, that went through my mind. That went through my mind when I was standing in the bathroom mirror, looking at the damn fat on my back, underneath my sports bra, above my waistline. And I was obsessing over it. I was grabbing it. I was pulling it. I was like standing up, slouching down, seeing all the different ways I could make that fat stick out in my, in my, in my mirror, obsessing over it literally. And when you, when you're in that, that moment, okay. And you, and I remember I was like, I have been at, that's exactly when the first thought came into my head. I can't believe how hard I try, how much I work out, how healthy I eat. What is wrong with me? How many of you have said that? That's when you have to say, you know what? What I've been doing for the past, whether it's nine months, two months, three weeks, three years, 
if it hasn't been working for you, choose to do everything differently. And so I told myself, you're going to go for your walk and you're going to focus on the walk. And you're going to focus on the fact that every single day that you continue to do what Alex tells you to, and that you believe and have a positive attitude and trust the process and don't give up every single day that you do something, do what you're told, you know, on your plan, eat better, get, get more fiber in, get better on your macros today than you were yesterday. Do better on your weight training this week than you did last week. The more that you trust the process, it can't necessarily put you in a worse place. You know, I mean, the reason I said necessarily is I was thinking about that other experience with that dietitian where I had a horrible uh, experience. But here's the funny thing. Steve and I were actually talking about that over the weekend. And I said to him when we left for breakfast yesterday, um, I put a pair of jean shorts on and as I pulled them on, I'm like, these are fitting a little looser. We all know how our stuff fits us, especially if there's a certain pair of like jean shorts that I wear all the time. I know how they feel when they pull on. Now, were they totally baggy? No, they were baggier or they were looser for sure. And I just, I, I felt better. It's funny because I felt great in the morning. It, it, and then that same day, getting dressed in my fitness clothes made me feel like absolute shit. Isn't that funny? It's funny that I could go get dressed in the morning and I'm like, I am feeling good. This is working. I can't, you know, and I'm telling Steve, I trust the process. I'm in this even, you know, and I told him, I said my first three weeks, you know, I have not been great with my workouts. I've probably gotten two to three in versus five, meaning my weight training. I, I've kind of let work run me the past three weeks versus me running it all this stuff. I said, but I really feel like I'm making progress. And he said, what's funny is I remember when you were working with that dietitian, it was very quick, quick that, that you were starting to say, my clothes are fitting tighter. He said, and this is the first, he said, you're three weeks in and, and you've had some of your clothes fit looser. And this is true because Friday night we went out. And in fact, this happened the weekend before you guys heard me say this. I, I put on, so I'll just say two different, three different dresses I put on and they are so loose, um, up like on the side of my boobs, you know, like so loose that I'm going to have to have them taken in and I'm wearing the same bras underneath them, the same, um, Spanx. And then the other dress, I actually had to take my Spanx off and I was paranoid that I was, I'm like, Oh my God, how can I wear this dress without Spanx? And guess what? I was able to fit in it just fine and I looked great and I felt confident. So there's stuff happening here, even though, yeah, the scale's kind of gone down a little bit, up a little bit, down a little bit, up a little bit. And, you know, it's very slow. I'm three weeks in. What? Did, I'm not expecting to have been down five pounds. Would I love that? Yes. But here's the deal. When I had that moment, I chose to say, you are not going to do what you did before. You're not going to feel sorry for yourself. You're not going to hide in your house. You're not going to let your emotions get the best of you. Get your ass out and go do the work. And I did. Now, the first couple of steps out of the house, I had that thought of who's staring at me? Are they looking at me? Are they? And then I'm like, you know what? Put, put, um, put your Audible book on. Put your mind on something else. I put my Audible book on. I went for my walk. I focused on what was in the book. And the funny thing is, is that this is where I'm going to make this parallel. 
about mindset, whether it's business or fitness. The Audible book I'm listening to is a book called Selling Boldly. Okay, so it's about selling, obviously. And the whole premise of this book, I'm going to summarize part of it for you. It's his whole premise is that too many sales executives spend too much time in the company where they work dealing with incoming customer complaints. You know, so they get all of these deals, they close the deals, and then the customers that call in, typically a customer is only going to call in when they have a problem, right? So quite often sales executives are spending a good amount of time dealing with customers they've already closed and dealing with their problems. And when that's all they deal with on a day-to-day basis, their mindset has only been fed negativity. Their mindset has only been like, oh my God, all these problems, all they have are problems. Now you don't have to be a salesperson to relate to what I'm about to say. When a salesperson is like batting and and hitting them out of the park, right? Like when you're getting a deal, you get the meeting, you, you know, you're scoring some big deals. You love it. And trust me, I am that person who loves going to my boss going, oh my God, I got this meeting. Oh my God, I got this. But when you're like hitting nothing and and you're batting zero, it's really hard to get your money. It's really hard to pick up the phone. It's really hard because that's all your brain is thinking about is like, wow, I haven't been able to get a, a meeting. All of my meetings are canceling. Guys and gals, this is really, really key. His whole premise of this book. So here I'm out on my walk trying to get my mindset turned around, right? And he's talking about the fact that when he trains sales executives, the number one thing he focuses, tells them to focus on every day, schedule part of your day to call your current happy clients, spend 10 minutes or more a day, not just don't do it by email. Don't do it, you know, online poll, get on the phone with these people, ask them what it is. Why do you like working with us? How, you know, what is it that we're doing right for you? And how can we help you more? The more that you feed that to yourself and hear every single day, good clients who love you, who are happy with what you're doing, because they're never going to pick up the phone and go, hey, by the way, Bob, I just want to let you know, I'm really loving this lawn service that you sold me. It's amazing. No, they'll call you when it's not working. They'll call you when you don't, you know, you, the guy who's supposed to mow the lawn doesn't show up. This is human nature, right? And so think about it from a business perspective, The sales teams that he helps are the sales teams who he says spend part of your day before you even start talking with happy customers. Because if you talk with happy customers every single day, your mindset is going to be like, damn, we are good. We are on it. Our company rocks. We are making people happy. We are helping. And then that those conversations are going to be in the back of your head when you deal with the problems and when you're dealing with prospecting. So you're reaching out to other people and you're like, here's the deal. You definitely want to check out what we have because we're awesome. We've got happy customers all over the place. Totally different than if the only thing you spend from like eight to noon is listening to customer complaints. Then you're like, damn, you know, you try to sell somebody you can't. It's the very, very, very same or similar thing with our diet and weight loss and our fitness journey. You guys Too much of my life has been spent focusing on 
I can't believe how long I've been working out. I can't believe I spend all this money on supplements. I can't believe how much I, you know, I get my blood work done. I do this and look at me. I'm still, you know, I'm still like not back down to my, my, my same goal size. Look at this person. She's already gone through menopause and she's in perfect shape. Look at this person. I must be the only one that can't lose weight. When that's all you focus on, you go into your day with a defeated, discouraged mindset, but you can alternatively give yourself a moment of grace, right? Like you put your clothes on, you look in the mirror, you see the back fat, you're not happy. You can go, okay, I've got a choice here. I can either wallow in this or I can go do the work. And you know what? I know if I do the work and I know I've chosen a great trainer and I know I'm getting better every week. And I know just like putting a dollar in my savings account every day, After five days, I've only got five more dollars in there. But next year at this time, that's going to look different. Six months from now, that's going to look different. And every few extra times that I put like a $10 bonus in there, that's better. $10 bonus is like, you know, really fixing your protein one week. You know, I've been like 20 grams low on my protein every single day, 20 grams high on my carbs every single day. Imagine what happens when I flip that for a couple of weeks. How do you think that's going to affect my body? How do you think it's going to affect my body when I don't let myself wallow in stress and guilt and shame? How do you think it's going to affect my body when I start going from the last three weeks where I've gotten two to three weight training sessions in a day to five? And I do four weeks in a row of five workouts like Alex and her team have planned for me, four weeks. How do you think that's going to be? When you choose to focus, on the fact that, and and here's literally, you guys, this is literally what I am choosing to have playing over in my mind. It's like a record player. This is what I'm choosing to like have playing in the background. 